Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the reading of Dialectic Spiritualism, Vedic View on Western Philosophy by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada And this is Shravanam Diaries Podcast, I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi We are reading chapter number 7 entitled Kierkegaard and yesterday we stopped at the point where Kierkegaard said that God is the origin and wellspring of all individuality and Srila Prabhupada, yes, he said yes. Srila Prabhupada. This idea is explained in the Katha Upanishad 2.2.13. Nitya Nityanam Chetanas Chetananam. God is a living being, and we are also living beings. Just as he is eternal, we are also eternal. But the difference is that whereas qualitatively we are the same, quantitatively we are different. God is infinite and the living entities are infinitesimal. Therefore all the living entities are being maintained by God. We are all individual and eternal parts of God. So our natural position is to serve him and to love him. Disciple Kierkegaard thought that each of us is in a constant state of becoming. Srila Prabhupada Becoming what? What is the goal? The goal is Krishna. Thus, in the Bhagavad Gita 7.7, Krishna says, Mattah parataram nanyat kinchidasti dhananjaya mai sarvam idam protam sutremani ganaiva. Quote, O conqueror of wealth, there is no truth superior to me. Everything rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread. Unquote. I love this verse, just as a side point. I really love this verse. I remember one um, one time Bhaktivedya Purnamaraj, he was giving a class and he was saying that um, Krishna said that everything rests upon him as pearls are strung on a thread. He didn't say that everything rests upon you as pearls are strung on the thread. So sometimes we can have an illusion or we can have some conception that everything is on my shoulders. I am, what was his name? That um, Atlas who is holding the entire universe, like everything rests upon me. But actually, actually, everything, everything rests upon Krishna as pearls are strung on a thread. Very beautiful verse. Mm -hmm. So, Krishna is the ultimate truth, the supreme goal, and completeness means coming to Krishna consciousness. Disciple, but even when one is fully Krishna conscious and in association with Krishna, isn't there still a process of becoming? Srila Prabhupada No. The process 
ends, the becoming process ends. There are, however, spiritual varieties. Everything is complete in the spiritual world, but the living entity enjoys varieties of service to Krishna. Sometimes he sees Krishna as a cowherd boy, sometimes as Yashoda's child, sometimes as Radharani's consort. Sometimes Krishna is in Madhura, sometimes he is in Vrindavan. There are many spiritual varieties, but everything is complete in itself. There is no question of becoming. One reaches the point where he is simply enjoying variety, that's all. Hmm. Disciple, what is the difference between enjoying spiritual variety and enjoying material variety? Srila Prabhupada, it is artificial to try to enjoy material variety. Material variety is like a plastic flower. A plastic flower has no aroma. So, the enjoyment of a plastic flower cannot be the same as the enjoyment of a real flower. It is not satisfying. It is simply artificial. A bluff. Wow. Yeah. I love this <laughs> because I find it very, very true. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sure if all of us are very much honest, deeply honest, we will agree that like you're trying to enjoy something but it's actually it's just something artificial some bluff and uh, we can hear even people who have access to all the varieties of enjoyment i'm not talking about illicit things like drugs or anything but it's artificial it's a bluff disciple whereas hegel emphasized speculative thought, Kierkegaard emphasized action. Kierkegaard saw freedom in proper action. Shiva Prabhupada Yes, spiritual life means proper action. It is improper to think that when we attain the perfectional stage we become inactive. That is impersonalistic Mayavada theory. Mayavadis contend that the living entity is just like a jug. A jug makes some sound only as long as it is not full of water. Similarly, the Mayavadis say when we become spiritually full, we are silent or inactive. But from the Bhagavad Gita, we understand that the soul is never inactive. When inactivity is recommended, this simply means that we should not speak or act foolishly. If we cannot talk intelligently, we had better stop talking. But you cannot equate that inactivity with perfection. Jai, Jai. I don't know, my, my intelligence is 
enjoying right now really much. I just love Akshay Prabhupada, he can just say in few words, he can just explain something to such a deep extent. And it's just intellectual stimulation of the highest <laughs> degree. Disciple. Kierkegaard felt that truth is relative and subjective. He thought we should, we could, discover truth through personal, individual reflection, which he called inward passion. Srila Prabhupada, truth is truth and it is absolute. You may manufacture many relative truths, but the absolute truth is one. If you have no knowledge of the absolute truth, you emphasize relative truths. You may have, in quotes, inward passion or whatever, but if you do not know the ultimate goal, you may be misled. It is all right to say that passion leads to truth, but passion means activity. Where will your activity end? What is the purpose of your activity? You may drive your car, but if you do not know where to go, what is the point? You are simply wasting your energy. Of course, you may say, I do not know where to go, but that doesn't matter. Simply let me start my car and go. But is this a very good proposal? <laughs> Disciple. For Kierkegaard, it is not what is done that counts, but how it is done. This is a dog's obstinacy. Disciple. This is the kind of subjectivity that is always uncertain, and uncertainty creates anxiety. Srila Prabhupada Yes, one who does not know life's aim will always be in anxiety. Disciple For Kierkegaard, this anxiety and uncertainty are dispelled by what he called the leap of faith. Shla Prabhupada, yes, but you must make your leap toward the goal. Unless you know the goal, the fixed point, your action and energy will be misdirected. Disciple, Kierkegaard saw the goal as God. He felt that after passing through the aesthetic and ethical stages of life, we should then use all our energy to reach God through Jesus Christ. Srila Prabhupada, that is good position. That is our process to approach God through the bona fide spiritual master. But it is not necessary to pass through any lower stages. If you can reach God through Jesus Christ, why not take to God immediately? Our process is that you must surrender yourself to the spiritual master in order to understand, 
the highest truth. In the Bhagavad Gita 4.34, Krishna says, Tadvidhi pranipate na pariprashni na sevaya upadekshyantite jnanam jnanastatvadarshanaha. Quote, just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. Inquire from him submissively and render service unto him. The self-realized soul can impart knowledge unto you because they have seen the truth. Unquote. This is the process. It is not that we continue on our own way, hoping to take the right path through experience. If you do not know the right direction, your endeavors will be frustrated. This material world is like a vast ocean, and in the middle of the vast ocean you do not know where to direct your ship. If you simply have a ship without a captain, you will go on one way and then another and simply waste your energy. A captain is needed to give direction. That captain is the guru. If Kierkegaard accepts Christ, then he is accepting some guidance. Disciple, Kierkegaard felt that the directions of God are expressed through scripture and the individual conscience. In his journals he wrote, quote, There is a God. His will is made known to me in holy scripture and in my conscience. Unquote. That's all right, but to know God's will you need more than that. Besides following the holy scriptures and your conscience, you have to associate with saintly persons and follow the instructions of the bona fide spiritual master. Sadhushastra Guru Vakya Chitate Kariya Aikya Quote, we can approach God by understanding a saintly person, sadhu, studying the Vedic scriptures, shastra, and following the instructions of the bona fide spiritual master, guru. Sadhu, shastra and guru corroborate one another. A sadhu is he who talks and acts in terms of the scriptures. And the Guru is a sadhu who personally teaches his disciples according to the scriptures. A Guru cannot manufacture words that are not in the scriptures. When we receive instructions from all three, we can progress perfectly in our understanding of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Mm. Jay, we're going to stop here at a very, 
very incredibly important point. This is such an important point. Sadhu, Shastra and Guru. Three. Because just like right now Kierkegaard said that um, individual conscience, um, Srila Prabhupada explains in Chaitanya Charitamrita and Bhagavatam also that there are two gurus. There is there are many like guru okay, it's a deep topic. <laughs> the guru tattva is deep topic. But there is a verse glorifying Sri Guru as Guru who comes to teach externally, who is Sakshat Hari, representative of God. And there is Chaitya Guru. Chaitya Guru, he is because the Lord is in our heart. God is in our heart, is Paramatma. So as Paramatma, if we are receptive, God can teach us from inside. And that is what is known as conscience. And that is Chaitya Guru. So Srila Prabhupada says that, yes, Guru, which is also Chaitya Guru, Guru in the heart, and Guru who comes as a person, is necessary, and Shastra, scripture, is necessary, but there has to be also sadhus, associations of saintly people, saintly persons. So saintly persons studying Vedic scriptures and following the instructions of the bona fide spiritual master, who personally teaches you, personally teaches you. Jai, I can't impress this topic to the degree it is meant to be impressed but it's just something very very major and you can see that even if you are a practicing advanced meaning for many years you practice but if you don't if you can if you make a mistake in this particular point then just like we mentioned before energy your entire energy can be misdirected and spoiled because you will be frustrated because you will not be able to know the proper goal and know the direction towards that goal so on this point we will stop i wish all of you to never be frustrated with useless endeavor but to know the supreme goal and by Shil Prabhupada's mercy to achieve and uh, reach that goal by proper guidance. Yes, so thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please read it along with us and share it with your friends and visit our website shravanamdiaries.com Everything is in the description of the episode. Hare Krishna and we shall see you tomorrow.